What's up? It's Sierra. Hey, it's Ebony. And And welcome welcome to the the Real Play Podcast. All right, welcome everybody back to the Real Play Podcast. This is Sierra. That's Ebony. And we are here today to just talk about some things that are on our mind. So we were scrolling. I was scrolling (laughs) on Instagram. On the Instagram. On the gram. And I came across this very interesting post. And it says, family, what are your thoughts on this? So I'm going to read the post. It's kind of long. If I stutter, it's been a long day. But yes. So it says... My mother, who is white and Asian, told me to use college as a husband hunting ground. Mm, 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 mm. We pause and and, and, uh, engage during this conversation. Do you want to read the whole thing? I mean, if you want to say something right now, you can. I'll wait to the next sentence because. Okay, well, the next sentence isn't really exciting. It's there's no partying and no drinking, which I didn't really do in college anyway. Mm -hmm. My friends Mm -hmm. and I hung I had fun in college. (laughs) I had fun, but I didn't hit the parties and I didn't drink. I went to a lot of parties. I got into parties for free. And I, sorry, dad and mom, but I was, my mom probably don't don't care. But I definitely drunk my fair share of alcohol in college. Um, college, I, I felt like I hadn't drunk did I drink prior to college? Okay. I did drink prior to college. Mm -hmm. I was 18 and we went to senior week and that was when I first had my first alcohol. (laughs) What did you have? Do you really want to (laughs) know? The listeners want to know. I want to know. Let's go. It's embarrassing guys. Mad dog 20. Oh no, no, no. I'm a lie. I'm a lie. I'm a lie. My first ever drink was moonshine. Okay. And I didn't even know the alcohol to uh, juice ratio. So my friend at the time, he had moonshine and he was like, Ebony, I'm gonna let you pour your own drink. And I was like, okay, cool. So I had like um, this much moonshine cause I didn't, I don't, I didn't know like the ratio at that time. And he was like, I'm gonna have to pull your juice. He was like, you're not gonna be able to function if mm-hmm. I just let you drink this. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm fine. You know, Daredevil, he gave me the drink. He poured my juice for me. And I was like, okay, done, right? It, did, it didn't uh, burn. Let's just say the night was fun. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I y'all. I was 18, fearless. I missed it. <laughs> All right, y'all. If y'all hear like a little snore in the background, Biscuit is back. <laughs> and that is my mom's 13-year-old miniature pincher. So that vibration, that snore, that's her. She's right up under me. So I just had to say that because as you're talking about drinking and you're going like this, look, look, look I hear her. I'm like, oh gosh, that's embarrassing. That's <laughs> biscuit, not Ebony. Biscuit, feel me. That's Biscuit with her sound effects. <laughs> so you drank the that whole biscuit. cup of Cup within moonshine. seconds. Mm. Moonshine. Um, and then we went to some club afterwards and I they were videotaping us. Um... And the next day we watched it, it was the disaster. And I knew like at that moment, I, I said, I was like 17, 18. I was like, oh my God, when this comes out, when I'm like 25, I'm going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> we have no idea where this tape went, where it is, who has it. Uh-huh. So somebody stole the tape and we have no idea. Hey, Biscuit, um, we have no idea where this tape is. So if it ever comes out, that ain't me. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but it ain't me. 
It's not you. It is your long lost cousin twin. That's what it is. Correct. And I think also you are different. Like think about, I'm so glad we didn't have Instagram and stuff. We had Facebook, but you know, a lot of my pictures are deleted, but it's stuff back then, because I'm like, I'm nowhere near the same person. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, that was my first drinking experience. And then when I got to college, um, of course, I drunk, I party, but it wasn't like obsessive. You know, I didn't get overly drunk and was falling out of clubs or nothing. We just had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just what it was. So I think college is the time to have fun and yeah. to drink and to party. If you're going to do it, if you want to, it's not mm-hmm. a necessity, but it is a necessity. <laughs> everybody that's listening watching it it's a necessity right have fun while you're in college to have fun I'm not saying drink and party but I think it's a rite of passage if you ask me I think that if I hadn't party if I hadn't at least I didn't try any drugs or anything like that I mean alcohol mm-hmm. as far as I went but I think that if I hadn't tried those things I would be sitting here you know at 33 like dang I wish I would have like seeing what that was like at mm-hmm. least true so i think i think it's important right i agree have a little something, a little something. okay next all sentence. right so the next sentence first of all the husband hunting ground was a lot for me but all right so we're not partying there's no drinking my friends and i hung around the finance law tech and medical buildings over the summer instead of having a hot girl summer So we're going to stop right there because if you haven't listened to our last episode on Hot Girl Summer, this is the chance to pause this one, go back, listen to what we said about Hot Girl Summer. And then we had a, we called a random, not a random person, but a listener of ours um, randomly. He didn't know the call was coming. We asked him a question. So if you want to know what the question Mm -hmm. was and what his answer was dealing kind of with women being sexy, then I would say, take a few moments about 40 minutes of your time <laughs> and go back and check out that episode <laughs> but yeah so ebony they hung out smart these are i'm a little jealous that i didn't think about this back in the day like hang out in the finance well i was in business so i was already in the business building but and we didn't have a law building we really didn't have tech either and the medical say, came after the fact so yeah <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't hang out in these buildings i think that no but i think that I thought going to college now, just by watching like TV and stuff, I thought by going to college that I was going to meet my husband and it was going to be, you know, flowers and, you know, it was going to be like a romantic movie. Absolutely not. Um, So I think she's just a, she just happens to have found her husband. She was lucky to have done that because- We haven't got to that part yet. They don't know what's about to happen. Oh, my bad. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though a a fair amount of people probably are thinking to themselves, dang, why didn't I look at college like this? Why didn't Mm -hmm. I hang in front of the law department and wait for the future lawyer to come out and scoop me up? But we'll finish this out. So they didn't have a hot girl. I couldn't tell you what the law department was in college. (laughs) We didn't even have one. Hey. Probably that's that's right. probably what it was. We probably didn't have one. Yeah, we didn't have one. But then it says her father, who is black, was heavily in capital letters involved in her dating life. So right now, this individual is 26 um, years old. She's married and been married for four years. She met, I'm going to read it just how she has it. We met on campus Mm -hmm. while I was hanging by the tech building. He's an African from the Ivory Coast. Um, So I took West African cooking classes. Smart, smart. Um, 
she went to the gym six days a week and she still goes to the gym and made sure she wore pastel pink and blue dresses. Not I don't know what that had to do with anything. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that part either, but maybe it has something to do with the Ivory Coast. Um, or maybe like more feminine colors, probably. Could be. The nail in the coffin was when I tailored his suit. Child had a money to tailor nobody nothing in college, but keep going. Um, we were married in seven months. My parents have been married 42 years and my husband's parents have been married 46 years, which I do think that it is not 100% like required, but I think it does mean a lot when you marry somebody who has the same upbringing as you. So if your parents are still married and their parents are still married versus if your parents are married and they're not, I just feel like you just have a different background on marriage already looking into it. So um, that's just my thought. On so, that. I mean, I've talked to one of my friends about this extensively and I don't, I don't think you should measure your background based on someone else's because they could bring a totally different perspective for you and it could be the best for you. But I do get what you're saying. Like, you know, if I can marry someone with similar backgrounds, it's much easier. Right. And I also want to know, she said um, she, we were married in seven months. Is this seven months your freshman year? I need to know. Um, she never said which years they were dating, but I guess just from seven years from meeting, seven months from meeting each other. So whether it's okay. freshman, sophomore, junior, I think the key to that is not, and she's only 26. So she just graduated from college. So the key is that she didn't need a really long time. Oh, she's married four years. Okay, got it. Yeah, so, so she got married. Yeah. Um, P.S. Degrees are for the purpose of helping in capital letters your husband. <laughs> I have an MBA in finance and accounting, a C, a CFE, a CAMS, and a CPA. I work for my husband. My mother is an accountant for my father's business. I was told to find a field that can be an asset to your spouse. This is the key. This is the kicker that got me. I don't understand why women get degrees in sociology, psychology, et cetera. That's not an asset to an economy, let alone a husband. Ooh, okay, girl. I got my degree in psychology, so call us Mm-hmm. You know, some people, I'm just going to say it. Some people aren't as fortunate as her. Every And then this these, unfortunately, type of people don't understand that everybody doesn't have that type of upbringing everybody doesn't have the mom that you have the dad that you have the upbringing that you have and they've been married x amount of years and they can groom you to be married or acquire a husband if that's the that's the case right Mm -hmm. everybody has to take their own path some people go to get psychology and psychology sociology and psychology degrees because that's what they could get at the time or because they like psychology Mm -hmm. they want to go into mental health or mental wellness you know I don't think people should be shamed for it and I think something is to be said if I if you really want to pull her card is all of these degrees you have and you are helping someone else why can't you go start your own business I don't think that when I was getting my degree I was thinking of how this can help my husband like Mm -hmm. I was thinking how can I help me and (laughs) And that's the key that is the key to this whole thing. Her parents told her from the beginning, you're going to college to find a husband. 
It was never about herself. That's what the first sentence said. So it was never about me going to college and finding a degree or something that I love so that I can be a businesswoman and, or I can, you know, do my own thing. It was, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to find a man and I'm going to find a, a degree that will help him so that we can work together. And I think that's very interesting. Never thought of that. Um, I got a business degree. So anybody out there, I, no matter what you do, I can help you, baby. Um, but <laughs> I feel like psychology and social, like those things translate. Like, you know, no matter what you say to me, I got my degree in psychology. I can, I can read a room. Not everybody can, but I can read a room. So I feel like they translate well. Now, can I go get a job based on my psychology degree? Probably not. But the fact mm-hmm. that I have a four-year degree in something will get me a job faster than someone who doesn't. But how can possibly? So say your husband is um he is a firefighter. No, mm-hmm. not a firefighter. Okay, you want to go to firefighter? So I've, I've talked to a firefighter, so that's fine. Let's go. You on? Okay, well, he's a firefighter and you got a degree mm-hmm. in psychology. How can you help him in his career? I, don't, I, I mean, I can counsel you when you come home. I don't really, really want to help you in your career. You like, can't so, cancel someone you know. That's like the number one rule. <laughs> you can't really. You can't really. It's, it's, it's annoying. But you can like help them in other ways. You know, you can help them see other sides of things. I think that like I don't, I personally would never get something for someone else like is she happy though like you went through all this trouble got all these degrees and certifications to only help someone else like yeah you said these things but are you truly happy that is a good question because her happiness could be that they have a successful business or because her mom was also in accounting and also in finance and is it so us it ran with the into- business or him with the business she says she works for her husband no. Okay. So they're both. Yeah, that's what it said. It said I work for my husband. So um, they're both benefiting off of the success of the business. Now, whether or not her name is on the business, whether or not she got like, you know, anything legally tying her to the business outside of being an employee. I don't know. But it sounds like she's following in her mother's footsteps, who is Asian and Caucasian. Her dad was black and she married a black guy. And She's doing exactly hmm. what her mother did, which was being the finance side, which women usually are a little bit better at the finances anyway, but being the finance side of a business that is run by her husband. So I get I get what she's saying, like, you know, get something that can help benefit you in the long run by benefiting and improving what your spouse is doing. Now, does that, your future spouse, because you're still in college, but does that really bring you happiness? We don't know. We don't know. I mean, I personally wouldn't be happy, you know, if I was, I don't even know if I would be happy if I was married my freshman year. As bad as I probably wanted, thought in my brain that I wanted to be married, I have changed so much since I was that person. I don't think I even knew who I was enough to, be married to someone and then Mm -hmm. they you know I don't know I just I personally I think that you can find love in college I think it is possible I think that a lot of people do it 
but mm-hmm. I wouldn't specifically go to college to find a husband. Right. I agree. But now that I'm looking back, I'm like, dang, she was smart though. Yeah, yeah, I should have. She, she was smart. a little bit around a couple mm-hmm. of areas, but I mean, I know a lot of people who have found their future husband and wives in college and are married, but I just wasn't one of them, and I'm not. And mm-hmm. I believe that you're, you cross paths with who you're meant to cross paths with at that time. So it is. Yeah. Is. Yeah. So that, I just had, we, I was like, Ebony, we got to talk about this. Cause it just kind of, it threw me off a little bit. I'm like, wow. Like my whole purpose of going to school was to get something that can help be a helpmate to my, my husband, which I think women and men should be helpmates mate, to each other. So mm-hmm. whether it's in whatever degree I get or just what we do at the house, like, I think that that's very important. Um, but again, I'm saying I got a business degree. So baby, <laughs> I don't care who you are. I can help you, hey, baby. baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> but um, Sierra says she can, uh, she can help a little something. I can help, but it's not, that's not why I picked business. Like I picked it because that's something I was interested in. I was interested in marketing. So I got my degree in marketing, but it, I wasn't thinking, okay, so when I get older, cause you know, you're 20 something, you're an 18, 19, when you pick your degree, like you're not thinking, oh, okay, what am I going to do with this later on? And which husband can I get up with? And we can make this mm-hmm. a thing. But I thought that was very interesting. And then speaking of uh, this, oh, go ahead. I was going to say unpopular opinion. I feel like degrees really don't matter because who the hell remember what you went, you sat in school and learned? Nobody. So what I will say I do remember what I learned because it's business and I work in a business atmosphere. So, you know, mm-hmm. the business letters, the business etiquette, like the negative. You probably learned a lot on the job though, versus. I took what I learned to help me in my job to begin with. Okay. Like you can't, in my job, like you can go in there and you could take the classes on contracting, but business etiquette, all that stuff was taught in, in college how to write a business letter, how to, you know, um, prepare for interviews, all of that stuff that was taught in college as a business person. So Mm. I think that I do have, I have used some, but I haven't used like my true marketing skills, but like if my friends are doing something or doing a business, I'll say, Hey, did you think about this? That's from undergrad. Cause I can't do marketing in my current job. I can think about it on a marketing side, but I can't actually do it. So I think if you, depending on what you went into, you're using parts of it. So even psychology, yeah. like I know you're not out here shrinking people. I know that's not mm-hmm. the right word. I'm sorry, psychologists and, and psychiatrists, my bad. But I know you're not doing that, but you you probably are dealing with your interpersonal skills with other people using some of the psychology stuff that you learned in college. So you're not using mm-hmm. it full out, but I do think we do learn stuff. We don't use the math. Yeah, I mean, even my my minor was in biology. No, we don't use the math. My minor was in biology, and there's a lot of stuff that I I'm like very interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it comes to like microbes and like what kills bacteria, I just be like, yeah. oh, gotta get this one and not this one because this won't kill, even though it says it might. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so yeah, yeah, we're still we're still using what we learned in college. So I think saying I got a four year degree may not mean anything to most people because everyone has a four-year degree and then it was like oh well not everyone a large number of people have four-year degrees 
actually really it's not that large but in the community that we're in it appears as though everybody does Mm -hmm. and then on top of that everybody in business like oh let me go get an MBA so I didn't go get my master's in business for what everyone's it's like having another the same thing as everyone else I got my master's in something else to be different and and something that I figured I would use is leadership and as a supervisor I'm leading people and when I get a my own business popping I'm going to be leading my people so Mm I think people get stuck on, oh, you went to college, you didn't go to college. And like you said, you learn stuff, you learn cultural stuff while you're in school, you learn how to interact with people without your parents around. Mm -hmm. Um, You learn microbes and all of that stuff that you might think about later on in life. But really, when it comes down to it, like you, we spend a lot of money just to say we have a paper and I don't even know where my degree is. Now, I will say, mine is in my room, but I will say that I believe that there is some value. I don't know how college is set up today, but when we were going to school, it was like you had, it was just like a rite of passage. Like that's the next thing you did. And I think that going to college helped me because I came from a small town. Like I was able to get around people, learn to navigate, you know, like you said, Mm -hmm. other people. I mean, I learned some in high school, but it's different when you go off to college and now you can become friends with people that you don't know like you know you're not forced to become friends right Right. you're not forced to be friends with these people um you are navigating like not having to go to class having to go to class like responsibilities you know yourself whether you want to eat or not eat or go party or whatever Mm -hmm. you know so I think that it's it's a good environment for I don't I don't know what it's set up today but back in the day because I feel like we owe I mean, at least I'm old because college was a long time ago. College was a long time ago. I didn't realize that, but it was a long time ago. College was 13 years ago for me when I graduated. So, but I'm not old. Black don't crack, y'all. 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is 13 years out. And I still look like I'm a college student. So, Mm -hmm. but college was great. I love it. Um, Big shout out to Fayetteville State University. Oh my God. Shout out to CSU. Stand up, Bronco mm-hmm. Pride, attitude check. Yep, yep. All right, the real black FSU. Okay, so anyway, All right. I'm done with that. But one other thing that kind of went on what we were talking about before we get to the next topic was that I saw a post that said, Should women be submissive to men? And I was like, Okay, let me hear what this little boy about to say. It was a little boy, he looked like he was probably like 20. But he's like, submission. You never follow someone who doesn't have a mission. So if he doesn't have a mission, you should not submit. I was like, yes. Oh, I thought I saw that. I think I saw that. Mm-hmm. That is the key. Like we, I, I mean, I personally don't see any issue with submitting to a man. Um, but he has to be someone that you know can lead you. Mm-hmm. And I saw that not too long after seeing the other posts that I just read. I believe that. And I think there's too many uh, little boys who want women to submit to them, but they're not doing anything for the women to submit. You have to be a leader. You you have to, you know, and I ain't going, uh, uh, also, we're not submitting to you if we're not in a relationship with you. Matter of fact, if I'm not married to you, relationship, it gets a little tricky in a relationship because there is some form of submission in a relationship to show you, I guess, what is capable when you get married. But all of these are fine lines and every relationship is different. But don't expect someone to submit to you in a situationship. Amen. That's all I'm saying. 
Ebony has dropped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but yeah, like, and I think that um, it's very important that men realize like we are even very independent women. We're willing to, you know, uh, stand back, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. to allow you to be the man. However, I think it takes a lot, like mutual respect. It takes um, more, I will say respect because mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a certain level in a, a, a very certain level of leadership. Cause I think that certain men, um, their presence can make a woman be like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, okay, let me see mm-hmm. what he's talking about. So depends on the guy. And it's too many little boys around here and not enough men. So that's the thing. Mm. I'm off my soapbox. I have to say shots fired. <laughs> I know somebody's gonna, someone's sitting there like, no, we not little boys, we men. Mm-hmm. But I hate to say that you have to prove it, but you do have to prove it. You have to show us like you, we're not going to just follow you or say, okay, well, he's the the top dog in this relationship and he's making the decisions and all of that. If you haven't proven to us that we can do that and it'd be safe for us and that mm-hmm. things will turn out in the right way. Like, you know, things happen, but at the same time, you don't want somebody who's just like flying off the seat of his pants and not thinking anything through. And the next thing you know, y'all in dead or y'all at a restaurant and you know, you ain't got enough money to pay for the food, and now you coming out your <laughs> coming dishes. out her pocket, and she's like, "I'm wash the dishes." Like I'm walking out, you better wash the dishes, <laughs> right? So, right. you know, that's a like a little like example, but it comes down to we look at the decisions you make, and from there we decide if we want to follow you. I think you said something important too. You said safety, and I think a lot of times I'm gonna give you a hack, guys, a safety hack. I mean, not a safety hack, a hack, right? Mm-hmm. When a woman feels safe and protected, you can get a lot further in life. I'll just say that and leave it at that. Good luck, guys. Good luck. <laughs> that is a great tip. And that is very, very true. And mm-hmm. safety does not always just mean physically safe. So that means emotionally, mentally, come on with it, spiritually, tips. financially, and then physically. So like you got five ways to make us feel safe. And if you can tackle more than one at once, like we're going to start falling in love real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not love, but we're going to really fall in some lust real quick and we'll see where it grows to. But if you're not mm-hmm. doing, if you're not making us feel safe, secure, loved, appreciated, it's not going to go far. That situation ship is going to end whenever the next guy asks for the phone number. Comes along. And speaking mm-hmm. of that, I know that we got about to switch topics real quick, but these men have not been out as much as they in previous years or maybe it's just me but I used to go out and there'd be always like a guy randomly and this was mm-hmm. cute on Sunday I was headed over to a friend's birthday party we we're gonna do some wine tasting and I stopped to get her some rose pictures my pictures Online. yeah I post a picture. on Instagram no I follow her on Instagram oh I said I didn't post some pictures <laughs> um so um I stopped to get her some roses, right? And I'm walking out of the store. I got my mask on and this old man in the Cadillac. Okay. Come on, Caddy. He's probably like 40. You know, no, he's probably a little older than 40, 40. He's not that old. He's probably like 45, 50. And he was playing this music, rolling real slow. And I saw him. We made eye contact. I was like, dang it, it's about to happen. 
but I have my mask on. So I'm like, okay, well, he can't really see me. He don't know what I look like. He pulled up. He's like, oh, that's so sweet of you to buy me roses. And I just started laughing. So like, if he was younger, that would have been a cute pickup line. But looking looking at his window, I was just like, "Mm -mm, you're too old. I'm not feeling the Cadillac. Like you're an old man when you're riding in the Cadillac. So I was like, oh no, I didn't do that. And he was like, oh, well, do you have a man? And can I get your number? I was like, oh yeah, I got somebody. I lied. So (laughs) the I got a man is the the go-to, but I heard you're supposed to say I'm pregnant. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Play Podcast. We would love to hear from you. So leave us a comment, DM, or voice note. And don't forget to come hang out with us on our next episode.